T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the name of today's biggest fan. Today's biggest fan, Christy Flint of Chula Vista. Give us a call at 833-288-0973 within the next 10 minutes to register for our grand prize of 20 tickets to a 2024 Padre game in the Odyssey Suite to watch a Padres game with your friends and all the fans host. If you want a chance to have your name called to register for our grand prize, visit 97.3thefansd.com slash biggestfan today. Biggest Fan Contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. All right. Uh, It's 5.01. Still no word on a done deal in terms of Juan Soto. Um, There has been at least, I don't want to say allegations, but there's certainly something uh, holding things up. Some people think it's the medicals. We don't know as of yet, but no deal uh, as of now, Chris, uh, in terms of Juan Soto, Yankees, and yeah, that's because players, there's people like Scraby out there that are trying to fabricate something about an injury to Michael King that the Padres are supposedly concerned about. And apparently this injury was not a real injury, just fabricated actually by the Yankees about <laughs> Michael King so that the Padres won't want Michael King. I, I guess the Yankees, according to this conspiracy, think the Padres were born yesterday. I just... Relax. I, I have a feeling it's all going to happen. It's uh, John Morosi. I trust a lot more than these other reports. He says it's all but done, but they got to dot the i's, cross the t's, and uh, we'll wait and see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know I, if I it doesn't it... happen. It's not going to break my heart. Honestly, I think the Padres could have done a little better here. I, I think they could have gotten see... a little more, at least more. They could have at least gotten something that. Uh, <sighs> You know, less. Uh, there's so much unknown with the way this Padre trade is right now. I think that's, that's fair. So I, I would have liked to have gotten a couple more established players. If I, I was going to uh, trade one Soto. I was seeing Soto. Uh, I, I, Soto. I yeah. can't remember where I saw this, but there, another conspiracy uh, theory. Oh, another was one. Good. The Padres now know what their market looks like for Juan Soto. So if they pull out of the deal, they can go oh, after another team. That is not how this stuff operates. Like the GM is like, let me test the waters and get into a deal with the Yankees. And so I can see how much I can get. And then I'll say, you know, what? I changed my mind. I don't want to trade with you guys. We're going to go somewhere else. That would, that would not 
That would not do anything. You'd last as a general man for about five minutes. You kept pulling stuff like that. And and again, I'm bringing the conspiracy theories. I'm not saying I'm. You're delighting in it, though. You're delighting in it. Delighting is a good word. Delighting is perfectly said. You know what happens when we don't have news? We fill in the blanks. (laughs) This is Scravy specialty right here. Filling in the blanks. It's a good thing we're on this show with you, Scravy. You would be spitting out so much false information. (laughs) It's actually. It would be uncanny. It would be impossible for the listeners to keep up with everything. No, you know what's funny is when you guys are gone and I'm doing the show by myself, like, I look up everything, making sure that there's no wrong information being given out there because I know if you guys are in here, you will correct me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad that you have restraint when we're not in here and it's just you. Because I would feel like you would be be like a just freeing not to have us in here. You can just go... Willy nilly with your conspiracy theories. Well, Chris has ruined my credibility, and so I, I have to build it up somehow. <laughs> maybe so. Or maybe you ruined your your the BOM. No, <laughs> bearer of misinformation. All right, uh, I think our uh, fan of the uh, day. Biggest fan called in, so Scraby's handling that. I was wondering why he kept like not being on the mic, but his mouth is moving. Yes, he's uh, actually speaking with uh, today's winner, Kristen Flint. All Way right. to go, Kristen. She called in in the 10-minute window. Remember, you can also sign up for your chance to be the biggest fan and get in the running for that, uh, that uh, prize, the uh, Night in the Odyssey Suite. But you got to go to our webpage, 97.3thefansd slash biggest fan get signed up meanwhile everything else is being held up uh at the i mean the winter meetings basically comes to an end tomorrow and um everything's being held up because shohei otani has not picked a team and it sounded like talking to alden gonzalez earlier that that might not happen until early next week so you can expect a uh this could very well be the first a bigger log jam is what you're first dud, huh? and we've had in like a couple of years with the, uh, or maybe it was just one year because last year was like the everybody was signing pretty quickly, right? Yeah, they were. Our guy Buster Only on ESPN today, senior writer that he is on ESPN, uh, wrote an article. Uh, it's actually free of charge; you don't have to pay extra for this. Uh, <laughs> but he said that Shohei Otani and yeah, the, let's talk about this and his his re his. His wanting everything to be secretive has been bad for uh, baseball, bad for Shohei Otani, that this could have been a really big deal to have discussion every day about this. Yeah. Do you agree with Buster only on that? You know, I love Buster, but I don't agree with him on this. Okay. I I think that this is um, a bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. Because let's be honest. What has changed by him asking for secrecy? I mean – we still know who the teams are who are in on Seems this. Seems like we do. We know how much money is possibly being asked. The only thing that hasn't happened is you haven't had extra people speaking on it, except for Dave Roberts. He's the only one that said, yeah, we met. Everybody else hasn't said anything yet. We still know pretty much everything there is to know. So my question is, what would have changed if he didn't say that? Well, I think there would have been a lot more media moments like the one yesterday that happened as soon as Dave Roberts agreed that they had spoken with him. Right. And is, what is so it would have been worth? more headlines for baseball. Here, here's, here's what I think. That's, so, I think Buster's point is there would have been more headlines for baseball, bigger deal, 
if Shohei was being dragged around the media spotlight. And here, here's the part that I think Shohei was protecting it, right? Remember when Aaron Judge flew to San Francisco last year to go home? Ar- arson, you mean? Arson. All right. Well, how long is that going to hold up? <laughs> Forever. Okay. All right, I just want to know. I'm sorry, but John Heyman tweeted out one of the biggest baseball players yeah, in the world. I know, but you keep making fun of John Heyman, who used to be a regular guest on our show and no longer <laughs> is. I wonder why. <laughs> why? It wasn't, yeah. it, no, he did, never mind. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. No, when Aaron oh, Judge yeah. went to San Francisco, yes, yes. I think that's what he's trying to avoid. Like he had Aaron Judge showed up in San Francisco, and it was like, oh my gosh, he is signing with the Giants. He just landed. People were falling in his plane. It's like I, I think that's what he was trying. I don't necessarily think he was talking about the media doing what the media does. I think he was talking about that part. But either way, we still have all the information I think we need. I don't know. What other spectacle could have come out of this? I mean, Dave Roberts, for for crying out loud, said that they met, and it was like, oh, my gosh, what is going to happen now? Apparently the Dodgers Worlds are colliding. Clo- I, I read a tweet earlier that the Dodgers, uh, he did, it was confirmed that Shohei Otani did visit with them on Friday at Dodger Stadium, and they closed down, like, the team shop, and they closed all the stores for that day, so no one would see him. When I want to. I want to say that I kind of agree the most with John Morosi, who said yesterday that you know Tani's going to want secrecy and nothing. He wants everything private and everything coming out of the public eye. But in his contract, he's going to want to know how he can make extra money doing publicity. And so I think that there is a bit of a two faced part to this. The other thing that Buster only wrote in his article was when Otani was. Uh, on the MLB Network getting his MVP award. Apparently he was sitting with his dog. Oh, yes, yes. And apparently Baseball Tonight officials, producers, tried to find out what the dog's name was. He wasn't giving it to him. He wouldn't give it up. Wouldn't give it up. And this is pretty silly. And I, you know, that part I do agree with. Uh, We know what the dog's name is now. Oh, we do. That's what I'm saying. Like... Who cares what the dog's name is? Right? I do. No, you don't. Yeah, you're, you're going right, to forget about the dog's name the moment you hear about uh, it. I know. What's Scraby's dog's name anyway? Lucky. <laughs> I, know. That, 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 I forgot. No, I. But the thing is, you is, forgot. I did. I'm sorry, man. Lucky. Forgive Shout me. Shout out. You did forget, Lucky. I did. Forget um, it was actually. I, I. I. They put it up on MLB Network. And that's where I read it. But they said that his dog was named Fenway, and so the the. But I. I don't know what MLB Network was doing when they put that up there because I don't know that his dog's name is actually Fenway. I get it. Otani's a, a different. Well, he must be he's, going to the Red Sox. He's, he, That's pretty official. <laughs> it's probably the type of thing he's trying to avoid. Yeah. Um, I get it, though. I mean, Otani is a different. I don't know that we've ever had anything like him in terms of free agency and the type of popularity that he has. So I get where Buster's coming from, but I just think in the grand scheme of things, Nothing was hurt. Like Major League Baseball is not being hurt because they didn't get the three or four fake headlines that weren't meaning anything anyway. Uh, we know we we know who the teams are. We know who the five. We actually know who the five teams are. And so you know, I don't know. I think this is a whole lot to do about nothing. Personally, okay. I think that you're right, but I think that. In this day and age, we all want to know what's going on. We feel like we need to know what's going on with every detail. 
And this is such a big deal that it'd be fun to follow along. This is how people protect their peace right here is by not letting you know everything about every single thing that's going on in their life. You're already going to get to know how much the man is going to make. You're going to get to know his salary. You're going to get to know where he's living. I'm sure you will find that out at some point. I, I always find that weird when people. Go I, I think it's for... super. I think it's super weird. I think it's super weird. But you know, I think we have become entitled to to thinking we have to have this stuff or we have to know this stuff. And I think the folks that navigate the stardom well, they all protect their peace. They don't. They don't give you everything. So I don't know. I think so show... people like Scraby make the rest of it up. <laughs> that's that's also and true. And then and then regurgitate it on sports talk As if radio it's real. and make the rest of us look like hey, we're not people you can count if, on. If I could claim those those conspiracy theories as my own, I would, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna give the credit to someone else. Fair enough. All right. Uh we got more Gwen and Chris coming your way. We when need we this return. trade to go through. Huh? We need this trade to go yeah, through or we, something. <laughs> are we doing a rate the radio today? Or are we pushing we are that not. back? We pushed it back. Okay. We pushed that back. So when you come back, guess what? You potpourri. Have... Uh, potpourri. I was going to tell you you have to stay tuned and, and wait for the surprise, but Gravy's already giving it away. Potpourri on the way. Morgan and Chris. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If you were tuned in at the beginning of the program, and you're still tuned in, thank you, uh, you may remember that we mentioned that we're going to have a couple of tickets to give away to the Aztec basketball game this Saturday night at Viejas Arena against UC Irvine. We have not yet given away those tickets, so stick around in the next uh, five or six minutes. I'll give you a quick trivia question, give you a chance to win... Those Aztec basketball tickets, a chance to see them play UC Irvine Saturday night. UC Irvine 6-3, and three. so they're good. Uh, Aztecs are 7-2 and two after they got beat last night by Grand Canyon. I'm looking online. says, Aztecs basketball shocked by Grand Canyon. And that's what you have to live with. 
that everyone's going to feel this was a shocking result. It truly was not. The Essex were a two-point favorite, that's all. And if you saw the game, you saw the home court advantage that Grand Canyon has. It's pretty immense. And so uh, Grand Canyon 7-1. They're only lost to South Carolina, an undefeated team right now. That feels like a lazy headline. It is. Shocked because the Shocked. 25th ranked Aztecs lose to Yeah, in a game they Grand were a two-point favorite. Right. It's just that's yeah. less low-hanging fruit. It they is. did they didn't they didn't rebound well enough. Did not rebound well. And yeah. what was it? Second half they They, they let, also missed nine free throws in this game. Yeah. Uh, Brandon and uh, uh, um, Lamont Butler was 0 for 4 at the line. Uh, those were key moments in this game. It was, you know, I'm telling you, Grand Canyon's good. They were in the NCAA tournament two of the last three years, and I bet they'll get there again. They'll win the whack, and probably be in the postseason again. So yeah. this is not a bad loss, but it will be perceived that way, Listen, the, the, unfortunately. What you hope is that Grand Canyon continues to play good basketball because that'll just make that loss mm -hmm. look less um, shocking. Shocking. <laughs> as, Shocking, as they say. As they say, right? Right. All right. A uh, couple of baseball notes for you. Boston Red Sox broadcaster Joe Castiglione, radio announcer for 41 years, wins the Hall of Fame's Ford C. Frick Award. Oh, that's awesome. For excellence in broadcasting today. Do you know Joe? I don't know him personally. I don't know, know the Reds. I know. I bet. I guarantee you, Orsillo and Joe are good friends, right? I would assume so. Having worked there, uh, Joe Castiglione began with the Red Sox in 1983, so he has been there 40 years. Wow, that's nuts. That's crazy. He uh, he was a finalist along with these names: uh, Joe Buck, Whew. not yet in the Hall of Fame, uh, Gary Cohen. Tom Hamilton, Cleveland. Another good one. Yes. Love Tom Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, Ken Korak, the wait, wait, if, if you, For those who may not remember Tom Hamilton or don't can't put his face in, or his voice, just remember when the fight broke out between Tim Anderson ah. and uh, was it Ramirez. He was on point. <laughs> his call was spectacular Tom's to for, for a baseball call. That ha for a fight that broke out in a baseball game. We'll find that for you, player. Tom for Hamilton you. is a guy that gives you a very excited home run call. Yes, he does. Whenever the Guardians uh, Gary Cohen's one. another good one. Yeah, Gary Cohen, Baltimore. Uh, Mike Kruko, Dwayne Kuyper. Oh, and Dan, Dan Shulman was a uh, finalist this I, year. I got a chance to meet Dan in Toronto this year. Obviously, Crew and Kuyper, they're, 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 they're awesome. Good. They're good. Those are my guys. Right is Kuyper the guy that says... Out of here! Yep, that's, this that's ball got, is out of here! Yeah, Go ahead, Scrape. You got that call? Here it is, Tom Hamilton. It comes. A swing and a smash to first by the diving Vaughn. Down the right field line. Kicks into the corner. Ramirez on his way to second. Head first slide. Safe and in to score is Jimenez. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. It's <laughs> pretty good That's stuff. Right boy, there. Tom. It's pretty good stuff. Tom Hamilton, Hall of Fame finalist, did yeah. not get the nod yet, but he'll uh, he'll probably get it before too long. Of course, Jerry was uh, honored in that uh, way many years ago. Uh, Jerry Coleman. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. 
what other potpourri do we have for you? I mean, oh. we're <laughs> we're running a little we're thin. I must say, the bottom right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's here's another piece of the potpourri. Thank you. Um, we talked a little bit about yesterday the NCAA uh, putting forth proposal that can kind of start putting the schools and pl- uh, athletes into the same kind of realm. Uh, according to the president, this is just the tip of the iceberg as they try to reform uh, what, as Chris and I have described, I think what the people in the know have described as the wild, wild west of the NIL. Um, I think this is a, is, is a when it actually gets put in place, I think it'll be a big step. And it's not often that I give the NCAA much credit in these situations. They tend to drop the ball every time. But new president. Seems like some new movement here. They they seem like they have recognized an issue that um, they are going to try to try to fix. Um, it can't get a whole lot worse. So, I, I'm I'm um, I'm encouraged by yeah, this move. I am too. Uh, I heard some people talking about it last night on ESPN. May level the playing field a bit. It's not going to change anything for the million-dollar quarterbacks that are going through the transfer portal. They'll still get their million dollars. But at least in other sports, might give some of these other kids an opportunity to get a little something-something, which I think was originally intended. By the way, uh, speaking of college sports, has either of you – do either of you even know if I were just to say the name Jaden Daniels, would that ring a bell? Yes. It does. Scraby, how about you? Oh, yeah. Before, no, does it? No. Don't, don't know who that is. I don't. All right. Uh, and that's why I brought this up. Because I'll be honest with you, I've not seen this guy play one snap this year. He plays quarterback for LSU. He is going to be the Heisman Trophy Award winner this year. Okay. And I think that's pretty weird that a guy's going to win the Heisman Trophy without a lot of people even seeing him play a game. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. Usually there's a Heisman moment somewhere along the line that everybody kind of goes, oh, that's the guy that's going to win the Heisman. Of course, Tra- Scraby's not a great sports fan. He's just a good oh, sports fan. Oh, okay. Doesn't know who he is. Bingo! I couldn't name you. <laughs> Tony, can you name me the other three finalists in the Heisman Trophy? Oh. <laughs> Scraby puts on. down the gauntlet. Uh, yes, uh, Nix is one of them from Oregon. Bo Nix. Uh, Bo Nix. Oh, Bo Nix. Yeah, you didn't know who that was. No, either, no, no. I you? thought you were talking you about. Seen, you seen, those who were looking at the stream, you guys saw Scraby's no. face when I said it. His mouth was open and he was looking to the sky. I thought you were talking about Michael Penix Jr. No, I wasn't talking about okay. Penix Jr. <laughs> As Desmond <laughs> Howard said on TV, by the way, big, big Penix energy. Yeah. No, I wasn't talking about him. I am drawing a blank on the other two. Or one, right? Is, is Drake it, three, in there? There's four total. There's four total. Jalen Daniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr. Oh, he is on there. And Marvin Harrison. Ah, ah. man, that's the easy one for yeah. me. Those are the ones. But apparently Jaden Daniels is going to win it going away, according to all the it experts. Is, it's a, listen, we talked about it a lot this year, right? We really didn't lock into college football until like the very yeah. end there. When and it LSU got, wasn't at they, the very they, end. They weren't there. So they weren't there. If you're not paying attention at the beginning – yeah, and college football doesn't really do you any favors to pay attention to the begin at the beginning. No, nope. um, 
You're going to miss that. That's yeah, sad yeah. because it never was that way. You always knew who you the You always Heisman knew who was going to win the Heisman, Heisman Trophy. Right. That was you knew automatic. Who, you, knew, you at least knew who the finalists were, too. It was right? huge when you were watching it on TV. Yeah. It was massive. I Do you think that's because we're so everybody's so locked into the playoff at this point? Like, Why aren't we paying attention to that anymore? I don't know. Not quite a hundred percent sure. Maybe question. maybe the I mean, fact I know that social media is yeah. Well, you're it, not but. a sports fan. We're asking why Tony and I are not interested, <laughs> not why you're not interested. We uh, know why you're not. I want to add this. Tony told me in the break, but it's uh it's kind of scary. But uh, Hayden Hurst, who plays tight end for the Carolina Panthers, his father tweeted out this earlier today. Said Hayden Hurst has been diagnosed with post traumatic amnesia by an independent neurologist as a result of a hit he took in Chicago on November 9th. Slow recovery, don't know when he'll be back. Prayers appreciated. Uh, I looked up post-traumatic amnesia. Well, he returned to the practice field today. Yeah, which is weird to me because his dad's talking about like he's going to be out the rest of the year Well, or it took him a couple of days to find it. <laughs> he had amnesia. Yeah. Post-traumatic amnesia is a state of confusion that occurs immediately following a traumatic injury in which the injured person is disoriented and unable to remember the events that occur after the injury. So, mm. yeah. yeah, that's not a good. You're not telling us something we don't know. Pro football <laughs> is dangerous. Pretty much, pretty much it, right there. Yes. All right. Uh, listen up. Uh, chance before we go to the break to win a couple of tickets to see some Aztec basketball Saturday night at Viejas Arena. If you've never been to Viejas for an Aztec basketball game, uh, it's really something. Uh, tickets are available at uh, Ticketmaster uh, to see the Aztecs UC Irvine game Saturday night. Or you can win a pair right now. All you have to do is call in and tell me who the leading scorer is in Aztec basketball history. Who is the leading scorer in Aztec basketball history? First person with the correct answer at 833-288-0973 will win the tickets. We will pause while you call in to win that prize and come back with our interview of the day. It's from Nashville and the baseball winter meeting. Stick around. It's holiday season. Shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. Gwen and Chris, final segment of the show. Congratulations to Raul out there. He knew right off the bat Brandon Heath. 2004-2007, the Aztecs, early in the Steve Fisher era, Brandon Heath became the school's all-time leading scorer, 2,189 points. He had 112 career double-digit scoring games. Hit 281 career three-pointers. So Brandon Heath was the answer. Raul knew that. Speaking of 2,189, what did I say? 89 points? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. But how many is 3,000 in your career? Caitlin Clark of Iowa tonight reached the 3,000-point mark in Iowa's game against Iowa State. Have you seen her play yet, Scraby? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually I mean, she's almost must-watch TV. She's really good. I mean, anywhere over half court, she's in range yeah. to let one of those jumpers go. Uh, Iowa's playing Iowa State right now. It's uh, in the fourth quarter. And actually, Iowa State is leading uh, Caitlin Clark and Iowa 55-54. Women's basketball, I keep saying this, but it's gotten so much better. These these kids can really shoot. They can really play so much better than, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. And... uh 
it's fun to watch. Fun to watch these kids play. And uh, Caitlin Clark's about as fun as it gets in the uh, women's college game. I have one quick update on the Padres in the trade Swan Soto. It's not a very it's not earth shattering. No, but we're probably going to be waiting until maybe 10 p.m. tonight or something like that. We're or, waiting till tomorrow is or my tomorrow call. Because I mean, right now it's already nine o'clock in Nashville or eight o'clock. What are eight, they? Two hours no, difference? Seven, yeah, it's eight o'clock. Two hours forty. Okay. Uh, Bob Nightingale says the Padres are at the professional scout baseball scouts dinner, so it will be hours or perhaps tomorrow until a deal is finalized. I don't think you can do a deal until you call Bob Nightingale and make sure everything's and, and okay. Make, yes. Make sure the coast is clear and Bob Nightingale says it's okay to make the trade. I would say some at Bob's this point, reporting everything. He, he doesn't he's not missing everything. anything. boy, Bob. I'm gonna stay on top of things, Bob. Bob Nightingale. I've actually guy. like I have new respect for the reporters when I go when I first went to the winter meetings the first time because I I, I don't know what they do on a day to day basis but those guys are working from like six you got to do a lot of, and ten p.m. every day it's it's a weird deal because you're just kind of walking around a hotel you're on the phone you're sending texts every five seconds and you live your life in fear you live your life in fear as a reporter. Your fear being mm. that somebody else knows something that you don't. Yeah, that would be rough. It's rough. It's a it's a it's a awful feeling to have. I'm sure to feel like you've got every contact, you've done as hard a work as you can, and yet somebody else out there may know something you don't, and they are about to tell the world, and you're about to look like a dummy. <sighs> It's really not easy. I can imagine. It really isn't. It's not a tough. It's Especially a tough gig because in, in their their jobs, yeah, their professions. Like if we were saying it was baseball, those are the moments that they need to shine the biggest. Those That's are when they want to shine the moments. biggest. Absolutely. And you know, like you're the thing is, is it's not like these guys just kind of give each other a handshake and go, "Hey, nice job, Bob. I'm glad you beat me on that one." <laughs> no, there's, you know, there's, that's not the way it goes. Competition. Absolutely, it's not even. Yeah, it is. It's friendly competition. I told you one time I was covering the Chargers, but I wasn't the Charger guy. Okay, all right. So I was just filling in. Our regular guy was on vacation for a couple of days. It was a Saturday night, and the Chargers made a trade reportedly for a. I think the Chargers traded somebody to the then L.A. or Oakland Raiders. Okay. And we all got wind of that. But I was working alongside a guy by the name of T.J. Simers. Okay. Who now who was with the San Diego Union-Tribune, went on to work for the L.A. Times. T.J. was tough to work against. And he was the beat writer. So he had all the contacts. Ah. For the UT. I was working for the LA Times newspaper. I had no contacts. I was filling in for the guys on vacation. TJ Simers kept walking by my desk because nobody knew who the Chargers were going to get in return in this trade. It was very secretive. He kept going, Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen. How do you spell Marcus Allen? How do you spell Marcus Allen? Oh, no. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. Is it really they're going to get Marcus Allen and it's not going to be oh, in no. my story tomorrow? And I'm going to pick up the Union Tribune and it's going to say Marcus Allen? It mm, wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. No. That, yeah, well, I Marcus know. Allen never came no, to the Chargers. No, he didn't. But I'm but just why saying. why was he doing that? Because he was. He was. He was trying he, to mess you up? He was trying to mess with me. He was trying to mess with me, get me to react to something. 
Man, I didn't fall that's, for it. That's a doggy dog. But I, but I tell you, it made me feel very, very, um, you know, uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, thinking that the UT was going to have a story, and I'm there to get the story for my paper, and I'm not going to have it. Yeah. So yeah. that's it's a tough gig. It is. All right. Speaking of one of those guys that has a tough gig, Alden Gonzalez. Uh, he's in Nashville. One of the best baseball writers out there works for ESPN, and he was nice enough to take a little time from his busy day to give us everything he could on this Juan Soto Yankees rumored trade. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We got Alden Gonzalez here, ESPN, joining us here on Gwen and Chris. And Alden, uh, this uh, deal that seemingly was imminent now seems to be uh, not necessarily imminent. Um, this one is uh, it doesn't seem this this deal is easy to put together as it seemingly was last night. Yeah, and, and anytime you're exchanging this many players and you're going through the medicals, and it's high-profile guys like this. It takes time. Uh, these things are fluid. I don't think uh, the fact that it hasn't been completed is a sign that it's not going to happen, or that it's not, or even that it's not going to happen as has been reported so far. Uh, the expectation for a while is that this is going to get done. This is the type of thing that we've been waiting on since late yesterday afternoon. Uh, so I still think. It'll get done, but it, we're obviously not there yet. And so, you know, until it's, it's not done until it's done, as they say. It's never over till it's over. Somebody famous once said that. Uh, Alden Gonzalez is Yeah, with that's us. probably the correct one. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, Alden's, my brain is fried. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Alden, if the, if the trade is what, it, what it's said to be, should we be concerned that the Padres are not getting enough back in return for Juan Soto? Honestly, no. That, that's not my impression. And, I mean, others are free to think differently. But when you think about just what they need, um, what they need more than anything else is starting pitching. And I think this deal gives them, as based on what the reports are so far, it's giving them as many as four potential options in their rotation. 
Um, Michael King was really good down the stretch in September in the Yankees rotation um, over like an eight-start stretch. He would jump in as probably their number three right now. Um, Drew Thorpe had a really good year in high A and double A last year. You got two more arms who are 25 years old who debuted in the majors last year. I mean, I'm not, none of these guys are front of the rotation starters, but they're really good depth pieces who are cheaper. Um, you got a guy in uh, Higashioka who could give you another option behind the plate alongside Luis Camposano. We know they've been looking for something like that. And more importantly, they're freeing up payroll if the trade goes through as has been reported, which is that Juan Soto and Trent Grisham go to New York, which is not finalized yet. Um, they're shedding salary there too, which opens up the possibility of adding another outfielder. Maybe it's somebody like a Jung-Hoo Lee, who we know they've been interested in. He would fit perfectly in San Diego. Maybe it's somebody else. But they need controllable starting pitching uh, guys who are cheaper, but that they could depend on as soon as 2024. I think this trade satisfies that. It is much better to have Juan Soto on your team. No doubt about it. But in terms of what they need right now, this is, this is what they need to do. I continue to come back to that latter part that you mentioned too, which is the cutting of the salary. Because, you know, despite, you know, King looking unbelievable, his la- that second half of last season, some of the young arms and Brito uh, and Vasquez coming up and having some success at, at you know, the age of 25, none of that seemingly equates to, to Juan Soto. So it brings you back to that cutting the salary part. And the question I have is, is, at any point, was Dominguez's name ever really mentioned, or was that a non-starter for the Yankees? I never heard his name uh, mentioned. Uh, I don't know if it was a non-starter, but, I mean, you look at, you think about just sort of how much, how much promise and what they project for a guy like that and their need for a center fielder long-term to give up a Dominguez for a rental, even as a rental as good as Juan Soto, right. I would have thought that that was never on the table. Alden, uh, how about Juan Soto and his prospects in New York? Uh, do we think that he's ready for the, the bright lights of the Big Apple? I mean, when he got to San Diego, it took him a while to settle in here. Uh, and I know there was some talk about that. Uh, is this a good landing spot for a guy like him? And, you know, what does he need to do there to make sure that he stays in the $500 million club when he's a free agent? I think this is a perfect thing for Juan Soto. I think his personality is the type that would embrace the pressure of New York, the expectation of New York. He strikes me as a guy who likes being the guy. Um, he's basically established himself as that ever since he was a rookie. Uh, I don't think he feels the burden of pressure in that way. I think being traded for the first time, being traded away from the organization that groomed you, it was kind of jarring for him. I think being traded away from the Padres, a team that you were never really sure you were going to be with long-term anyway, um, and having some clarity going into your last season before free agency, I don't think it's going to be nearly as difficult for him. And I think the more uh, the, the more tangible side of this, he's going to a ballpark that's very good for <laughs> left-handed hitters, as opposed to having a hit having a hit at Petco Park. And look, everybody talks about the short porch in right field, the Yankee Stadium. 
Alfonso's more of a gap-to-gap hitter. He's not a guy who's just going to get super pulpy and just try to loft balls over that fence. But it sure does help. And what also helps is that he's going to have Aaron Judge, if this train goes through, he's going to have Aaron Judge hitting behind him. I mean, and look, he, he was on great lineups with the Padres, too. So maybe that evens out. But I think Juan Soto is the type of guy who can thrive in New York. And I think the Yankees are the type of organization who can afford to sign him as a free agent and who um, might be appealing enough to him that they might be looking at this as he's going to help us in 2024. We need to make a splash. Our fans are upset. But also, he plays with us for a year, and we might have a major leg up on his free agency. I, I tell you what, this is really a testament to how good Juan Soto is. Alan Gonzalez joins us here at ESPN. He is a one-year rental, and they have no guarantee that he's re-signing back, and yet they are willing to give up. That's why my question is for you, Alan. How much of a, of a sting is this for the Yankees to give up this set of guys? Uh, how much do they covet these these pitchers that they're giving up in this deal? It's huge. Uh, it's huge because their rotation was shorthanded already. Uh, and the rotation for 2024 has the chance to be their offense from 2023, mm-hmm. meaning it was Aaron Judge and nobody else in 2023, and right now it's Garrett Cole and nobody else in 2024. A lot of uncertainty beyond him. But this is exactly the type of thing that you do if you're the Yankees. The free agent market doesn't have great hitting. So what you do is you flip it on its head and you trade for the hitting and then you sign the pitching, right? Like you strip away from what your strength was to access what's not available in the free agent market. And then you could turn around and use your money to sign pitching. So if this trade goes through, they're set on the position player side. They need to fill out a starting rotation. Guess what? There is a deep list of reagents waiting for you to sign, and I think the top of the list is obviously going to be Yoshinobu Yamamoto. I think that's where they would pivot next. Uh, they have the capability to blow everybody away, or at least everybody except the Dodgers and Mets um, for Yamamoto. They're going to be aggressive after him, and they're going to need more starting pitching after that. But they have the money to do it. Yeah. This is what the Yankees should be doing. And, look, this trade is no good if they don't turn around and get a bunch of starting pitching. But I expect if they're able to get this done, they're going to turn around and get that starting pitching. Let, let me follow up on this. And then you, maybe you can help me understand. How is it that Yamamoto is like the top pitcher on the board versus Blake Snell, who's been in the league and is coming off his second Cy Young? I think the age is a big factor. Okay. Here. I mean, okay. you look at just sort of the attrition rates for pitchers, especially for starting pitchers, pitchers in their 30s. I mean, Garrett Cole has been an exception so far, but giving big money to pitchers in their 30s doesn't really work out so well all the time. Yamamoto being 25 years old, and yes, he did it in Japan, which is a slightly inferior league from the major leagues, but everybody I talk to says that this guy has the stuff, that he's going to be really, really good in the majors. I mean, look, we were talking to uh, Scott Boris earlier today, Scott Boris compared Blake Snell to Randy Johnson, okay? So I don't know if that comp holds up. Right. Blake Snell is really, really good. He's going to get a lot of money. He's not going to get as much money as Yamamoto because Yamamoto's 25 years old. Mm. 
Last thing, Alden, and thanks so much for the time. I mean, I can't imagine how busy you are there, and uh, we really appreciate you uh, carving out a little, uh, a few minutes for us here in San Diego. Uh, anything? I mean, the, the the baseball winter meetings end tonight. I mean, uh, d- does it end with Shohei still up in the air? Oh yeah, it does. Uh, but it sounds like we are nearing a decision there. I expect it to get done before the end of next week. Um, that's the expectation from a lot of people that I've spoken to. Uh, and I think once he signs, once Yamamoto signs and, you know, Yamamoto might, might not be far away from that, you're going to start to see names come off the board, but you know, it's been slow this off season. I think in large part because Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto are holding up the market. And I thought for a time that the Padres might wait, um, with Juan Soto because of that. But clearly, they got to a place where the Yankees were at least willing to part with the type of pack, the type of package that would get that done. Alden, I know you are busy, man, and I know it wasn't easy to carve out some time, but we certainly appreciate it, man. We'll, we'll catch up again and uh, do it again later. Not a problem, guys. Thanks so much, Take Alden. Care. Alden Gonzalez, yep. ESPN. Yeah, Alden's like my guy for, for doing that on a day like today. Because, like I said, he's one of those reporters that's sweating out every minute to make sure no one else is getting a story that he's not getting. But he came on with us, gave us an update, and that still is the update. Juan Soto to the Yankees on hold. Hold. Yes. We'll reconvene tomorrow at 2 o'clock, see if anything has changed by that time. In the meantime, enjoy your... Wednesday evening. I got a 10 p.m. softball game tonight. What? Yeah, got to go home and take a nap. That's crazy. It is. I will be up late. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Tony and I and Scraby on 97.3 The Fan. Good night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.